Hello and welcome to the Scrapbook for Pioneers podcast. This is episode eight and today's episode is called A Boy and a Stone. It's all about this kid who rocks up to a full-scale war and a little bit of what we can learn from his story. So I grew up hearing this story, right? And basically it's one of those ones I feel like I heard quite a lot in lots of different forms, whether it was in like, I don't know, a comic or someone told it to me or I read it, that kind of story, something you 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 hear of and you know if someone references, you're like, oh, that's right. Anyway, it's about this kid who literally has no formal qualifications, pretty much. Like if you were to read his CV, there wouldn't really be anything on there to show that's like noteworthy, you know, like not be endorsed by any of those big names or have like your name next to it on the grad, like graduated, successful, like completed the course. I don't know, things like that. And this guy, he's basically like the youngest in his family and doesn't, like I say, have many qualifications. And he rocks up to this full scale war for a number of reasons. He ends up at the space and there's pretty much these two tribes like battling against each other and he ends up right in the middle of it and a few of his brothers are fighting but the story is mainly about him and you might be pretty familiar with this story this kid's name is David there's this really really great saying by Brene Brown and she talks about like the story that I'm telling myself and I have always taken that phrase and used it to kind of dig into that idea of like the story that I'm telling myself has a lot of power. And so being aware of the things that I'm talking to myself about in my head and like, if you're going to talk bad to yourself, it makes it a lot harder to overcome challenges, things like that. Anyway, that self-talk that goes on in your head This is all that I want to dive into about this story. What I find amazing about this character, David, in the story is he, like, his self-talk is insane. Like, the way that he backs himself is crazy. And I think there is so much we can learn from that in itself. So this kid, David, shows up. No formal qualifications. Nothing to be like, oh, I've done this. This makes me qualified for this. And he turns up at this full-scale war. There is a battle going on. And the other tribe has just laid down this challenge to um, the tribe that David's a part of. And they've said, okay, send out one of your men to fight our biggest guy that we have, the biggest one we can find. You're going to fight him. And he's he's like a giant, right? And David over here has rocked up. He's somehow in the middle of all of this. Um, time and place, you know, that kind of thing, a bit of a coincidence, all that kind of stuff. And he turns up and this kid puts his hand up. He like asks around a bit, checks out the room and is like, hey guys, so like this giant dude, is anyone fighting him? And no one from the tribe has volunteered. And so David, this kid who's turned up, goes and he puts his hand up. He's like, yeah, I'll take on this dude. I'll give this a shot. And let's just clarify. David is a shepherd from fields and he has spent his 
childhood looking after his father's sheep. And that's not exactly something that if I was the king of the tribe and I was going, hmm, I really need a war hero who's going to take on this massive giant so that we can win the army, win, win the army, win the war so that we can win the war. And I don't think that I would look at David's application and go, hmm, you're definitely the right person for this. You know, you've got all the skills and qualifications. If David put down, I've taken care of sheep, I don't think I would take him up to take on that giant. I would think that I had no chance as the king. And despite all of that, David is in here, chucks his hand right up and says to the king himself, oh, no worries, mate. Like I got this covered. I'll I'll fight him. And so King Saul, obviously, the, the king of the place, he goes, Oh, hmm, interesting. Okay. And basically insults David and goes, Are you being crazy? This is ridiculous. You have been a shepherd boy your whole life. You do not have the experience, the qualifications, anything that's needed. This is like death mission. You go out there and you're fighting to the death of this guy. It's unlikely you're going to walk out alive. I'm totally paraphrasing, by the way. But this is what David, his response he gets from the king when he volunteers. He is basically shut down. He's like, oh, no, you're not good enough for this. You don't have the qualifications. This is not the space for you. Maybe go back and look after those sheep for, like, another few decades until you're a bit older kind of thing. And David, this is where the insane self-talk comes in. He does not. I Like, I can kind of imagine him standing there, the king saying all this stuff to him, and I just imagine him not batting an eyelash at all going, okay, cool. Thank you for sharing your opinion. That's great. I am really confident in the fact I think I can take this guy on. I think I've got a shot here. And you now have this kid in the middle of this tribe of other warriors who've been fighting already and have experience, who's put his hand up. He's totally inexperienced in terms of this He's never had training, right? This is not something you go and you go to school for, like 101, how to kill a giant. There's no such thing. Like, this is on the spot. And he's backing himself. He sees the value that he can bring and he goes, Yeah, no, I think I got this. And I think that is so powerful. That idea that you can back yourself, you can be in your own corner. And if, no, like it, you're always going to have people who maybe don't think that you're up for it or this is for you. You're not the right age. You don't have the right experience. But I think if you can take it on with an attitude of humility and that willingness to learn and also at the same time be able to balance that with the idea that like, mate, you can totally, you've got so much to bring to the table. You can totally do this. And this is exactly what David did is he didn't come in there like all arrogant and like oh I can totally I'm gonna smash this guy like all of that he's come in and he's just volunteered himself and is just backing himself quietly and confidently has put his hand up to take this on and that's amazing and this is the crazy self-talk so I just wanted to talk really about the power of the stories that we tell ourselves 
the story that you tell yourself every day when you get up, when you face a challenge, when something comes up that didn't go to plan or when something goes wrong and you feel like you screwed up or you didn't do enough or you didn't do it right, like all those kinds of things, that inner dialogue that's going on in your head, that is so powerful because it's very hard to realize sometimes, but often we can repeat those negative things that we're saying to ourselves. Or likewise, if you're telling yourself really positive stuff that's going to help you progress forward and work through what you're facing or process what you're facing and overcome your challenges, that's amazing. But often what we're saying, what's on our autopilot is what we repeat when we're in times of stress or there's something happening and we need to do a fast response or something and that's what just comes out so we have to figure out a way to be able to change that autopilot in our minds of the stories that we're telling ourselves and switching it to a story that is saying oh you know I can do this it might be hard potentially I'm not going to be great at all of it but I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to try I don't know if you've ever heard the word potential you probably have This is a word, it gets thrown around a lot, I think. And for someone to say that you have potential, that's really cool, right? Because it means that there's space to grow from there. But for me, I see it as both a positive word, but also quite a frustrating word. I think it is so annoying. If you're saying that something has potential, it's, it's really cool. You recognize that. You're like, yes, this has got something that can grow. There's something that can come out of this. Or there's potential in a person. And you can see all the amazing stuff that they can go and do and be. But potentially, their self-talk is really not that great. And what they're saying to themselves is actually holding them back. And that's really frustrating, right? That point where it's like it's not it's not happening. It's there, but there's nothing coming from it. There's potential and the resources to be able to create something great. But at the moment they're just resources sitting there and at a pile in a heap and no one's taken the opportunity or given them the fuel to actually take them up together and create something out of it and self-talk is something that can take you from seeing potential recognizing potential to actually actioning and taking that like lump of clay that is potential and then actually shaping it and forming it into something that's really really cool but self-talk is an awesome tool to be able to help you do that so if your self-talk is stuff that's progressing you and helping you move you forward or something that if you see another person who's maybe really struggling um, helping them to see how awesome and how much stuff they have to bring to the table just because they have seen a different like world and experience to everyone else that that in itself makes it that they've got something different to bring to the table than someone else the way you share that message might be different to the other person who's sharing on a similar topic or the way that you do that painting or run that business even though there might be similar things out there is different it brings something different because you're doing it and I think that's so so cool But we have to be able to see that first. And if you've got something that's unrealized, like there's potential, but you just don't even know it because you're so stuck in those negative self-talk cycles, it makes it so hard 
And that's where the frustration comes in, right? When it's there, but you can't do anything with it. And this is why it's so, so cool for us to start to recognize, oh, okay, here is a moment where I am facing a challenge. What am I saying to myself right now? What's the story that I'm telling myself? Is it helpful? Is it useful? Is it going to move me in the direction that I want to go? Or is it something that's tearing myself down? Am I not believing in my ability to do things? Or am I underselling or undervaluing what I can do? And obviously there's such a tension, right? With being humble and having humility, but at the same time being able to back yourself. And that's a real tension. But it's so, so powerful when you can recognize your potential and know the value that you have and have confidence in that the confidence to be able to stand up to the king and go hey mate I'll totally take on this giant I'll do this crazy thing that seems entirely ridiculous when you look at my past experience and qualifications but I think I got this and when you stand up and you have the confidence to do that it really opens some doors for you I laugh at this story as well, like, imagine if you were the king and this kid comes up to you and goes, oh, I'll take on this giant, I'll do this, and this kid who's straight out of the fields is, like, coming and volunteering himself for a death fight with a dude that's ten times his size, I would probably laugh and be like, ah, no, get out of here, that is not happening, that's crazy. And this is what I find so funny, is that is exactly the king's response. When David first volunteers, he goes, like, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And I think that's such a cool point. If someone tells you something's ridiculous, that might be a really good indication. It's something you could go try or give a shot. But I hope you're hearing some of the really cool stuff from this ancient story. Like, we have this person who's turned up and they've come from a whole other way of seeing things different experiences, maybe not as much qualifications or experience in the area that they're moving into. They're going into something new, right? A new space. They're embarking onto a new thing. They've got a new idea. Something's come up and they've stepped into that because they've backed themselves and they're confident and volunteered themselves to do things that no one else wanted to do. It wasn't attractive. It didn't seem like it was a good choice, a wise choice to be doing that. And they've stepped into that space and done it. They've done that stuff that no one else wanted to do. And they didn't have any street credit coming into this. No one had, they didn't have a little fancy title in the part to be like, oh, this is what I've done in the past. And they didn't have that stuff to be able to back themselves in society to say hey guys yeah I believe in myself and you should believe in me too because I've done all of this you know and they step out there anyway this person and they haven't had the training but it's confidence based they know what they're worth and they know the value that they can bring to that space and that's the power of being in your own corner backing your own backing yourself really and Just ask yourself those questions. How do you talk to yourself like when something goes wrong and start to be more aware of that inner dialogue that you're having? And if you can't do that, if that's really challenging, maybe try and reflect on some challenges that you've overcome in the past or things you've worked through. And were there things that you remember saying to yourself or maybe someone else said them to you 
and they really helped you, can you try to repeat those more often in your head and change that autopilot in your mind to be something that's going to help move you towards where you want to be? I find it so easy to undervalue or downplay what I think that I can do. I think in New Zealand, we have this thing called um, tall poppy syndrome where like if you stand out or you do something great, we try to chop each other and chop ourselves down because we don't want to stand out. And that's something that we've tried to continue to overcome, I think, in, in the culture here of learning to be able to say even just 10 things that you like about yourself or strengths you think you have and to build up that confidence. And then also, like, it's so challenging when you're in a space and you think you've got something to share or bring and then there's all these things that come into your head and you start doubting your ability and all this kind of stuff that comes into play and then what do you dial it back to you have to dial it back to okay do I think that I can do this and yes or no I don't think I can do this sometimes it takes brutal honesty as well capability wise I feel like no, I, I don't think I can do this. There's that moment where no, okay, that's a no, but it's a no that I can challenge myself to try anyway. Or maybe it's a no where, okay, I might have to go learn some things a little bit more so I can step into this space and have a little bit more confidence. There's a few different options there, but asking yourself those really question, really good questions and being honest is such a great place to start. And then you don't get piled on top of by all this doubt and these questions and other people's opinions about you. And then you just get buried under them and never have that opportunity to step out and be like, yeah, I'll take on this giant. I'll give it a shot. Like, imagine if David, this hero, this war hero of this whole story, goes and stands in the corner when they're looking for a volunteer. And He's standing there and he's got that like in his head like, oh, I know I can do this. I I think I could probably bring something here that might be able to help. But all this stuff's piling on top of me and everyone else's opinions. I don't think that I am good enough. I don't think I have the qualifications. If he lets that get into his head and he doesn't put his hand up and he doesn't speak up and be like, yeah, I'll do it. That's the end of the story. It's no no victory, no triumph over this challenge, this thing that seemed ridiculous. It's literally the story is David didn't kill Goliath. David didn't kill Goliath at all. Like, that's one boring story. It sounds more like a, a murder mystery, like David didn't kill Goliath. Who did? But, like, it's just insane. The power that if you allow those kind of cycles of things, of doubt and things to slip in, which is so easy to do, but you allow them to power like um, pile up on you, it makes it very hard to have the strength to push through all of that and go, nah, I'll try this anyway. So come up with some strategies of ways that you know that you can back yourself. Start doing it small. Start with small challenges, things that you think um and maybe a little bit scary 
a little bit like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. Or things that you maybe haven't had the confidence to step out and try, but you know that you can do. Start to back yourself in those small areas and then slowly build up and build up and build up and bring other people along on your journey as well. Start talking more about the things that you think are your strengths. The more you're able to voice those and articulate them to yourself, the more it becomes easier to articulate them to other people and in other spaces to be like, hey guys, I have this skill. This is something I think I can really bring here and I'd love to be able to share it with you because I think that we can build a better world and build places that we can all thrive in our lives through this because I think this is what I can bring and it's a strength of mine and the more and more that you do that and you practice it on a small scale the easier it becomes to build up and to the point where it just becomes natural and then before you know it that autopilot mode of self-talk in your head you've switched and it's a different setup entirely the other aspect of the story I wanted to touch on quickly was the fact that Later in the story, after David has gone back to the king and been like, no, I think I got this. It's okay. I'm going to try. The king then goes, well, okay. And the king gives David, this kid, his armor. The king gives David his armor. This blows my mind. I think this is pretty cool because you've now got a completely young kid who potentially doesn't have the right experience to be taking on this giant in everyone else's eyes but in his eyes he thinks he can and so the king goes okay that's cool I'll give you my armor I'll give you these resources to support you to help you on your journey because you know what if you believe in yourself here's some stuff give it a shot And I think this is so cool. Just a quick note. As leaders, this is what what we do, is build other leaders. And you're creating an environment and spaces and helping to empower other people to be able to lead themselves and lead others. And I think that's so cool. In this moment, what the king is doing is going, hey, David, you know what? I think you've got some really, really cool stuff and you believe in yourself. And so I'm going to give you this stuff of mine, what I have. And I hope that you go well, basically. He wishes him luck on this crazy thing, this ridiculous thing that he's about to do. And he entrusts David with this challenge. He's like, I'm going to entrust you and I'm going to place this trust in you to be able to try give this a shot and I think sometimes we have to be willing to take that shot and to see the potential in someone and to be able to help them learn how to one like good self-talk practices and be able to teach themselves how to encourage themselves and see their strengths and all that kind of thing supporting them to do that but Also, at the same time, be able to show them that we believe in them and to trust them with something and to sometimes stand on the sideline and go, you got this. Even though from the outside, they may not look like they're the right person or the right stage or that they have the right experience. Like sometimes you're stepping out and you're seeing potential in someone, even if it's just their heart, the way that they've approached something and their intentions 
and you're stepping out and you're using what you have as resources or networks or people that you know and helping to connect them and grow them as a leader themselves. That's a side note, but like I think that's so cool, that idea of the king giving David his armor. And what's really funny about this is David doesn't want the armor. The king's good gesture is great. That's awesome. And totally use that as an idea of how we can help build other leaders. But David goes, oh, yeah, thank you for this. That's really cool. No, he doesn't actually say that. But he takes the armor and tries it on and decides that it's not a good fit, like, fit for him. It's a bit heavy, doesn't quite feel right. And he ditches the armor. He's basically like, nah, I'm going to go grab some stones from the ground. I think that'll be good. I'll take on a giant with a few stones that are, yeah, sweet as, all good. And he, ta- he takes on the giant with the stones and leaves the armor. It's not like he completely refuses what the king's given him. It's really important to acknowledge the things that are in place in that environment already. But then to have that willingness to come in and be like, actually, I don't think this is going to work. This maybe isn't the best thing right now. Maybe it's time to try something a bit new or um, strip it back and get really simple and go back to the basics or have a different approach. And I think that's so cool. What David does here is he comes into a new environment, a battle, somewhere he's maybe not been as a warrior, and he comes in and the king's given him something and he's offered it and he has the courage then to say, thank you but no thank you I don't think this is right for me at the moment and I'm gonna try do things a little bit differently and that's part of the thing as well is when we're stepping into new environments or new challenges yes honor all the traditions all the stuff that's gone in the past honor those the things like the armor the stuff that's already there the structures and systems but also be willing to step outside of that and go okay how can we do things differently how can we pioneer here pioneer for success to be able to overcome those giants and to be able to maybe do things with less like be a bit more resourceful that scrap paper pioneers right starting scrappy going and grabbing some stones from the ground on the playground and using them to take on giants and that that in itself as a process brings a level of new confidence and success in a way that stuff that's maybe more traditional or has been there for a while or those existing structures those are really cool when they have their place but even if it looks bizarre and illogical and a bit ridiculous like the king going to David don't be ridiculous when David volunteers like even if it looks a bit odd still having that willingness to maybe try something a bit different step outside of that and pioneer something and that's some of the really cool things from this age-old story and I really hope that you found a few gems as well David eh who knew how cool But yeah, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope that you've maybe drawn a few things from this old story. Back yourself, check yourself, ask yourself, what stories am I telling myself right now? In those moments where you're facing a challenge or there's something going on, check that inner dialogue 
and see if you can switch that autopilot to something that will be able to help move you in a direction that will move you in the direction you want to go. And you don't always have to do things how they've been done. You can try things a little bit differently and break out a little bit. Crazy stuff. And, you know, grab a few stones from the river. Maybe take on some giants. That's episode eight. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And I hope that it's been useful. If it has, maybe flick this out to someone you know. Share it with them and let them know like, hey, maybe David's got a few things to teach you as well. And I've definitely learned a lot this week and just reflecting on self-talk. And it's really cool to just continue the conversation. I'd love to hear from you. Um, my email address is scrapbookpioneers at gmail.com or you can find me on Medium at scrapbookpioneers and there's some really cool written content up there that you can go check out. Other than that, have the greatest week.